0: Welcome to our podcast. In this episode, Pastor Tim speaks on the subject entitled The God Who Cares from our preaching series, A Surrender Life. Now, let's go listen to Pastor Tim. Hi, everybody. It's so good to be with you today. Uh, I have exciting news for you, and, and the exciting news is the Word of God. And I'm so glad to be able to come and, and uh, come into your homes and, and come into wherever you're using the social media and be able to speak uh, truth to you and uh, encouragement to you. And uh, it's so exciting to know that we have the best news uh, in the world, especially today. And that's the word of God. And man, to be able to come and to share with you and, and, and be able to bring this news to you is just awesome. It's so exciting. And today I'm excited about what. God is doing. And yes, it is hard to be excited today. And it is hard uh, uh, to find uh, time to sit down and think, man, what's exciting today? Well, exciting is the word of God. Exciting is the promises of God, what we're getting from him uh, through his word today and through our prayer and, and, and time. And again, I I just love uh, to bring it to you and to be able to share with you what God has laid on my heart uh, over the past week. You know, we were doing a series, and it's called uh, Surrender Life. And this message is connected to that series. And I love the title to this message. It simply says, The God Who Cares. And today it's awesome to have someone who cares. You know, we have a lot of people that say they care. We've all been down that road where someone says, oh man, I really care about you. But when things get tough or when things get really difficult in your life, we really do find out who really cares. And those that say they care, do they really care? We find out by their actions and i thank god today that we serve a god who really cares man the good news the exciting news today is that no matter what we're going through today no matter how bad it looks uh through this uh, virus situation that we're going through it doesn't matter because god cares he is a god who cares about you and i he cares about our situations you know we talked about the voices uh and i put out the video and i hope you've watched it if you haven't i want you to be encouraged to watch the video that we put out over the weekend uh, to just encourage people and to challenge people to pay attention to the voices that they're hearing and, you know, you're hearing those voices today, and I pray that you hear the voice of God today. I pray that you hear that voice that speaks power and speaks positive uh, things into you and, and that you are able to meditate on those things. And I just pray uh, that when this message is over, that you'll be lifted up and you'll be encouraged and you'll feel this excitement that I feel today because we serve a God who cares. He loves us he cares about us and today I I just hope and pray that when we're finished you'll be able to feel the same thing uh, that I feel today you know we are living in very troubled times and we don't even have to uh, say a whole lot to know that we're in one of the most difficult times we've ever faced well you know we all have cares we all have worries you know, I looked it up and cares basically means our worries, our anxieties and our concerns and our doubts and the things that we constantly think about and worry about. So, again, I want us to understand there's no one that doesn't have cares All of us have the cares of this world, and especially today, the time we're living in today, the coronavirus and the things that we're dealing with and the isolations that we're going through and the social distancing pushes us farther and farther away uh, from our normal lives and causing more and more concern and more and more worries and more and more anxieties, which means our cares are increasing And I want you to understand today that none of us are without anxieties, without worries and without fear in our lives, especially today. But it's awesome to be able to stand here today and make sure everyone hears these words that even though we're having a lot of cares today and we have a lot of cares today, we serve a God who cares about us. He loves us. He's focused on us. And, you know, studies show that uh, over 80% of the homes in America, that means 8 out of 10 homes in America have someone in that home who is taking prescription drugs of some kind to reduce their anxieties or to reduce their fears or to reduce their cares to the place to where they can sleep and they can rest and and and. Those things help, but they don 't take care of the the things that we face. Only God can truly abolish or take care uh, of our cares and, and He cares for us and that 's the awesome uh, thing about it so again yes it 's normal almost anymore to have cares load us down and bury us at times. Uh, because people today uh, are dependent on a lot of things to get them through. And today I'm praying that you and I are dependent on God uh, to get us through the cares of this world. You know, there is a cure and there's a, a cure for that disease that I call anxieties. And that cure is Jesus Christ. That cure is knowing that we serve a God who cares about us. Knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that he cares for me. He cares for you. He's watching over you. He's keeping you. He's making sure that you're taken care of. You know, again, even the best of Christians get to a place to where they get overwhelmed by the cares of this world. Today would be a very easy time in our lives to get overwhelmed by what's going on out there and what we hear uh, and we're being inundated with, uh, just covered with uh, the bad news. And man, again and again and again, uh, we're challenged with that care. And, And not only that, we have to think about the cares that go beyond the virus. The cares that we're facing today, the cares of our finances, the cares of our jobs. Some are losing their jobs. Some are being put on temporary uh, waiting and 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 some. Uh, are being told that, that they may come back and they may not come back to work. And and some are being put in positions that uh, are causing great care and, and we're concerned and we're anxious about those things and worried about those things. And God knows and he sees that. God knew that we were human. He knew that we would face these times where we just didn't know what to do or how to handle it but he wants to remind us to respond in the right way, make sure that we're not reacting to everything that's going on around us like a bouncing ball just all over the place. He wants us to be responsive. He wants us to respond in this time in the right way. And the way we respond is we go and we know that, hey, I'm not going to react to this because I'm responding in a way knowing that I serve a God who cares about me, a God who loves me, a God that is concerned about me, a God who's watching over me and taking care of my situation. Even as a Christian, we can get to the place to where it's overwhelming to us and we begin to feel the weight we begin to feel that depressive mind and we begin to feel the weight of the cares of this world begin to weigh us down to the point where we begin to lose our faith and we begin to lose uh, our, our happiness and our joy. And again, I want to remind you, God is asking us to respond to him in a special way today. And that is just to trust him, just to continue knowing that he is a God who loves us and he cares about us you know god is a big god a huge god and i've always said this god shows up a whole lot of times he'll show up uh, in those difficult times he really shows us who he is in those dark times i believe today that through the people i've talked to and the people that i've had conversations with i believe that god is truly showing us uh, uh how big he is in this time that we're in today so many people have been dependent on themselves. They've been dependent on their knowledge and their wisdom. They've been dependent on the things uh, that they've done and that, that they can do. And we're finding out that we can reach an extremity in this life, and we can reach a place to where we get a care where we can't do anything about, we can't fix this virus thing, we can't do anything with this, but what we can do is we can trust in the Lord and we continue to know that He cares about us. He is a God, the God who cares about us and He cares about you and I. He cares about everything that we care about. It matters to Him and I thank God for that today. You know, again, I think if we would just stop for a minute And we would really, truly put this in perspective and truly try to understand that we do serve a God who will not forget us. He will not forsake us, even in the time where we're hearing all the bad news and no way you can turn on any, uh, station or turn on any social media, uh, flood or anything. You can't, you just can't do it and and not get inundated with negativity and to get told over and over again. And then Satan jumps on all those things. And then we start to hear Satan's voice and our cares get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now all of a sudden our anxieties and our worries are even bigger than they were because Satan has decided he's going to use that to break us down and I truly believe that God wants us to hear the good news. And today, man, do we have good news. The word of God gives us that good news. And I'm gonna share uh, some things with us today and share some things with you that I pray you either write these things down or you watch this video over and over again and you begin to study these things that we're going to talk about because I believe once we truly understand how much God cares about us and how much he loves us, we'll truly be able to walk right through this situation that we're in today and we'll be able to take our cares and cast them on the lord and again let's just do this together as we go into the word of god go with me as i share uh, some things with you out of the word of god and enlighten us all on some things that the word of god says that empowers us that gives us strength to go through the things that we're going through today man it's exciting to bring you the word of god It's the answer to everything we face in our lives today, and that is the Word of God. Today I want to share three things with you out of the Word of God that I believe will help us. It will encourage us it will lift us up it will push us through uh, this time that we're in and the first thing that I want to share with you comes out of John 10 and I want you to read these scriptures on your own and study these on your own read the whole chapter of John 10 because we're going to be talking in this section of the message about the Good Shepherd the one who takes care of his sheep And I'm going to read just a few verses, uh, but I want you to read it all at some time and study it all about the Good Shepherd. But I'm going to read just a few verses. Uh, We're going to read John 10, and it's going to be 27 through 30. And I I want to read this to you, and I want to encourage you out of this word uh, so that you'll hear God's voice today over all the other voices that's going through your head today. And here's what it says. It says, The sheep that are my own here And are listening to my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life Wow he gives us eternal life no one else can do that nothing else can give you the promise of eternal life he says I give them eternal life and they shall never perish we shall never perish Man, what great news out of the word of God. We shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. In other words... Jesus is saying, I have them in my hand and there ain't nothing big enough to snatch them or take them out of my hand once I take hold of them. And he has us in the palm of his hand. Man, isn't that exciting? In the palm of our hand. Then he says this in verse 29, my father who has given them to me. In other words, God has given them to Jesus is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand which means and he says i am my father or one in other words if i have you in my hand then that means god has you in his hand and then god has you in his hand and if jesus has you in his hand no one nothing can pluck you out nothing can take you out of the hand of god can snatch you away from god it's awesome to know, man, what great news. And I, I, as I look at this, man, what jumps off the page at me is he is our good shepherd. He's watching over us just like a, a shepherd watches over the sheep. Man, he takes care of the sheep. They know his voice. We follow him because we know he will lead us into the right places. He will take care of us. He will lead us away from the things that will harm us and hurt us. He will keep us in a special place he gives us eternal life nothing no one can do that can give us eternal life he gives us eternal life and and he he says we will not perish in other words we don't have to worry about perishing he has us in his hand he will take care of us we won't have to worry about perishing and no one can snatch us out of the hand of the good shepherd Man, the devil cannot get you. He cannot take you. He cannot steal you from God. He cannot uh, take you somewhere where God does not want you to be. He has you in his hand. You and I are in his hand, covered up and protected in every way, and nothing can be uh uh take take that away nothing can snatch that nobody can do that only god has us in his hand we're so protected man the word of god speaks it to us man what a voice that we're hearing today that we are in his hand today hold on to that know that you're in his hand and man please do your best when the devil speaks these negative things into you and tells you how bad it's going to be and how bad you're going to be. Remind him that you're in the palm of God's hand. You're in the palm of Jesus's hand and nothing can snatch you away and you will not perish in this situation. There's another scripture that I want to read to you and it's first Peter. And again, This is a powerful, powerful word of God that speaks to us. His voice, man, it it just jumps out and and gives us revelation off of this. And it's first Peter five, and I'm going to read, start reading at verse six, and I want to read it to you. Then I want to share some things with you that I believe is encouraging out of the scripture. It says this, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. I want to stop for a moment and I want you to understand what that means. That truly means you need to know who you are, I need to know who I am, and I need to know who God is. See, I hate to bring this out and I hate to talk about this, but I truly believe that God allows things and things happen and he even makes things happen at times to cause us to realize who we are and to realize who he is. One thing I've heard from a whole lot of people through the last few weeks is they have truly understood who they really are and who God is. Through this virus, they have truly understood, man, I have limits. I am very weak as a human. There are so many things that can come along and take me away. And man, but I serve a God who is so great. So humbling ourselves before him, understanding who I am and who you are truly and knowing who our God is, is a powerful thing. It opens up the avenue for us to be able to receive the blessings of God once we understand how weak we are without him and how powerful we are with him. So. Therefore, humble yourselves, understand who you are, and understand who God is, uh, and he will exalt us in due time. In other words, he will raise us up above this thing. He will bring us up above this thing in his time. In other words, his time frame. He has a time set to where he will exalt you, and I. he will bring us up above this in a due time. We just need to hold on and trust him. Verse 7 says this, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. In other words, right in the scriptures we hear it, he cares about us. He cares about you and I. He cares about what we're going through. He cares about what's happening in our lives today. He cares about you and I. And then verse 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Then it says, resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings experienced by your brotherhood in the world but may the God of grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered for a while after you have suffered for a while he will perfect you establish you strengthen you and settle you Let me share a few things that will really lift you up and should encourage you today about the words that God has spoken to us right here in 1 Peter. There are five things that I want us to grab a hold of. Number one, we must humble ourselves before God. This means understanding, obviously, who we really are and who God is. We need to understand how human we are. We need to understand what we are without him. We need to understand who we are without him, but we also need to understand who we are with him. When he is with us, we are powerful. We can stand against anything, and we need to understand, humble ourselves uh, before God because that's the key to understanding, man, I'm nothing without him. In this time that we're going through, I can't do this without him. I don't understand how people live in this world and go through what we're going through today, but yet they do it by themselves or they do it trusting a friend or a neighbor. And that's all great, but we all have our extremities and we can't. We can't, we run out of what we need. And, and and as humans, we have to have God standing in the wings and knowing that we can trust in him. We have to know who we are. And we have to know who we are without him. And we have to know who we are with him. It's so powerful to understand and humble ourselves before him. Cast your cares, cast your worries, your concerns, your anxiousness, all those things that are bothering you, those things that uh, are eating you up and those things that you constantly think about that are dragging you down and taking you down. The scripture says, cast those things. When I look at the word cast, what that means is throw them away from you. If you're casting a fishing rod or if you're casting a net, you're throwing something away from you. And I think it's important that we understand this part. Cast your cares upon him. Throw those things that are bothering you, those anxieties, those things, throw them back to Jesus. Throw those things back to God. He can handle those things. Get those things off of you and throw them back to the master's hand. He can take care of it. His hands are big enough. Throw those things back to God. Number three, be ready for the devil. He's like a lion. Always remember, he is going to take advantage of every situation to try to break you down. Satan is like a roaring lion walking about, roaming about trying to find the weak, trying to find those who are full of fear and doubt. And he will try to leap on them with all this uh, uh, negative negativity and all this negative stuff that we're hearing. He will try to burden you down and put more cares on you to the place to where he will wants to break you and crumble you. And, and again, we have to understand this. He is our adversary, but yet we have power over him. He is our adversary, and he's looking and searching. The reason why he's looking and searching is because he can only come after those who don't truly understand who they are in God. Once we understand who we are with God, Satan cannot attack us in that way. He cannot devour us. He may attack us, and he may cause us problems, and he he may even sit on our shoulder and still drive negativity as much as he can, but he cannot overwhelm us. He cannot take us down. And then that fourth thing that jumps out, it says resist him in the faith. I want you to understand this. Resist him in the faith. Don't give in to fear. Don't give in to this. We need to fight back. Resisting means fighting back. If you have any kind of resistance, you know that it's, it's fighting back. It's pushing back. If someone comes against me and I want to resist them, I have to fight back. I have to push back. And the thing that we have to understand about this part of the word and this scripture and what God is saying to us is this, resist the devil by fighting back with your faith. And the only way you have faith is through the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Our way to fight back or our way to push back against the devil right now is to put the scripture on him, is to put the word of God right back in his face. How do we do that? Well, we can read the scriptures. We can read it and get to a place where we're telling the devil this is what the word of God says. We can begin to listen to our our, our music, the, 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 the great music that's out there that's uplifting and encouraging. We can listen to that. And by listening to that, we can resist the devil by using the words in those songs uh, to let the devil know, no, we have the word of God and we're going to resist you through the word of God that gives us faith to stand on and it gives us encouragement and it gives us courage uh, to fight back when we have the Word of God uh, to fight back so resist him with the word stand in faith and resist the devil with the word when he comes against you give him some scripture let him know oh no boy You're all wrong. This is what the word of God says. You're saying this, but this is what God says. And I choose to stand on the word of God and fight against you in this. Stand there and resist him in every way. And then the last number five that we're going to talk about is this. So important to grab a hold of this because Peter says after a while, after we have suffered for a while, no one loves suffering. No one loves to go through things. No one loves to fight this battle. No one loves to get up in the morning and go through the things that we're going through today. No one loves to not be having church on Sunday and Wednesdays. No one loves being separated and not being able to see our church family and be close to people that we love. No one loves this. But the scripture says, when you have suffered a while, in other words, we cannot forget this. This too shall pass. This is going to end at some point. In God's time, this will end. We have to understand, man, don't get caught up in thinking this is the way it's going to be forever, because it's not. This is for a time frame. When we finally suffer for a while, God will get us through. And when he gets us through, I love what happens here. He will perfect us. Man, we're being perfected every day. As we're going through the things we're going through, man, he's shaping us. He's molding us. He's perfecting us. He's helping us get to a place to where we can truly be uh, perfected in every way. Then after he perfects us, he's establishing us. In other words, what that means is he's putting our feet Uh, on solid ground and standing us up and 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 we're able to stand and be established in this time that we're in and we won't be like the weed in the wind and we won't be blown around and we won't be falling off on the side we'll be standing and established uh, because God is establishing us right now through this situation through this time frame that we're in and then it says he will strengthen us man I don't know about you but I need strength sometime today There's times that I get weak dealing with all the cares of this world. I get so weak sometimes when I'm inundated with the things of this world and the problems of this world, the anxieties and the worries that that this world brings us. Man, man, We have so many things that are coming against us today. Not just this virus, but so many things that are coming against us. Man, our families are being attacked in all kinds of different ways and sickness and diseases out there. And and we're facing financial uh, problems and, and situations that are out there. Man, but God said, I will strengthen you. In other words, you'll get some strength that you don't even know where it came from. You'll be strong enough to stand when you think, Man, I feel like falling, but I'm strong enough. I'm standing. God's keeping me. God is helping me put one foot in front of the other. He's helping me face tomorrow like I should face tomorrow. He's giving me that strength. And then the last thing he says there is, I will settle you. And what that simply means is, I will settle you down. I will calm you. Man, there's nothing more important to me than to be in a storm and be calm and not lose my mind or lose my head. And that's what that settlement, he says he'll settle us, and that means he'll settle us down. I know I've said this before and shared it in, in messages before, but all of us who have had children or been around children have been in situations where maybe one will come in the house and and they're hurt or they've had something happen and they're screaming and yelling and man they're just crying and they're making noises and you can't really understand what they're saying and you finally have to reach over and you take them by the shoulders and you calm them down you settle them and you say I need you to settle down so I can hear what's wrong so I can help the problem And that's what God is saying. I'm going to take all that chaos, all that worry and man, all that stuff. that's making me go crazy. He says, I'm going to settle you down. I'm going to calm you, man. Is that not exciting? I can't believe the excitement that I get and the encouragement that I get inside of me through the power of the Holy spirit. When I think about him settling me down, calming me down in the day and age that we live in this hour, That's dark that we're living in. He calms me down. He settles me. Man, that's the God we serve. He cares about us. He cares enough to calm you down. He cares enough to calm me down in my situation. I'm going to read the last scripture. Then we're going to close here in just a moment. But this is in Philippians uh, Philippians chapter four, very familiar passage, but I want to read it to you and share a few things with you out of it. That is the words of God, the voice of God that will speak to you. And here's what it says. I'm going to read uh, Philippians four and I'm going to start with verse four and I'm going to read through uh, probably verse nine, maybe, maybe even further. I don't know, whatever God leads uh, me to read, but here's what it says. It says, rejoice in the Lord always, always, even during the coronavirus. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your greatness be known to all men and your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. In other words, don't get anxious. Don't let anything override you drive you into a place to where you're so anxious, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, everything that we face, everything that comes our way, everything that we have to deal with, it says by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, giving God praise, even in our bad times, thank him for all the good times. Let your requests be made known to God. In other words I come to you God knowing who you are and I'm praying and I'm supplicating father and I'm thanking you and I'm praising you for this but here's where I am here's my request to you Lord that's what he's saying verse 7 says and then the peace of God let me stop there for a moment the peace of God not the peace of man You know, sometimes we get peace when we pay the bills and all the bills have been paid. We have a little bit of peace, but that don't last very long because next month the bills come back and then we got to go through it all again. That's the kind of peace that's just Limited. limited. It's man's peace. But I'm talking about the peace of God, the peace of God that is the most powerful thing. And here's what it says. It surpasses all understanding. It will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, grab a hold of this. Study this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate. On these things. Think about these things only. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things you need to do. And the God of peace will be with you. Man, how exciting is that to know that we have the God of peace with us? And not only do we have the God of peace with us, we have the opportunity to have his peace inside of us. That peace that passes all understanding. You know, what this simply is saying, don't let your mind run off with you. Don't allow your mind to take off and go down a negative road. And and it'd be easy to do today with all the news and the things that we're dealing with today. It's easy to let your mind take over and drive you into a place, in a deep, dark place to where you may even get depressed and you may find yourself in the cave of life. You don't want to do that. Don't allow your mind to do that. That's what this scripture is telling us because God's peace is there for you. God's peace is there and it passes all understanding. It's a peace that once we get it and we don't even know how we get it, we just know that we trust in the Lord and we meditate on the good things over and over again and start to run out those bad things. And all of a sudden the peace of God comes over us and now we have a peace. We don't know how we got it. We don't even know uh, uh, really how how deep it goes. We just know that we have a peace beyond anything we can ever imagine In the worst storm of our life, I'm comforted, I'm at peace, I'm content. That's the peace of God. We can have that if we truly will do the things that we're talking about. I say it like this. That's a supernatural peace. That's a super spiritual peace. That's a peace beyond anything man can give us. There's no way we can get peace in this world unless it comes through God and through Christ Jesus. And I'm talking about a great peace, a peace that passes our understanding and a peace that is God's peace, the peace of God. That means we know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I have peace through this whole situation because I'm focusing, I'm meditating on the good things. I'm meditating instead of sitting and, and yes, we need to be informed folks. And I'll say this, uh, uh, over and over again, probably over the next few, uh, months, we need to be informed, but be careful because we need to be informed, but we won't, we don't want to be deformed. And sometimes too much information too much of one thing can cause us to be deformed it can cause us to become something we're not supposed to be and if we allow this news and this broadcasting and we meditate on it more and more and more and nothing we're doing nothing but meditating on the negative it will take us down a bad road and we will it will deform our lives we have to understand God is saying in his word he's speaking his voice says don't dwell on those things begin to dwell on the word begin to dwell what I tell you begin to dwell on the good news that there is peace during this storm God's peace can come inside of you and I and get us through the situation that we're in today man it's exciting to know that we have the peace of God in our hearts if we'll just meditate on him meditate on his goodness Meditate on the word of God man cast out all those negative things get rid of those things man begin to push those things out of your life and out of your mind and begin to fill your mind with the word of God what a powerful powerful thing it's so encouraging it's so exciting let me leave you with some keys of how to cast your cares upon the Lord things that will help us get rid of those things that are waiting us down and burden us us down to the place to where we just can't seem to make it through. Let me share these with you. Number one, we need to be listening to a worshiping voice rather than a worrying voice. In other words, we need to begin to turn our ears and our eyes towards worship towards the things like the scripture says that are, that are good and settled, things that will encourage us and lift us up. If something's tearing you down and breaking you down and putting you in the mulligrub, so to speak, we need to get out of that and begin to think and get our mindset on the things of God, which means I need to hear a worshiping voice. I need to hear the message that's on this video today. I need to hear another minister speak truth into me and speak good news to me. I need to hear songs that speak the word of God into me and encourage me and lift me up in the time that I'm in. Man, we need to get ourselves to a place to where we're hearing the good voice of God a whole lot more than we're hearing the voice of the devil and the voice of this world. We need God speaking to us through our music, through our reading of the Word of God, through social media, watching videos like this to encourage us and lift us up. Man, we need to get our minds full of the Word of God because it will get us through. It will bring the peace that we're talking about today that will settle us and calm us down in this situation. You know, I want you to think about how much God cares about you. I want you to remember how much God cares about you and how much he loves you. John 3.16, I can just go to that verse right there. I want you to meditate on the goodness and the greatness of God and how much he cares and loves you and I. That he would send his only son to die on the cross, to be crucified, to be murdered, to be tortured the way he was tortured but God loved us and cared about us so much that he sent him to die on the cross for us. And not only to stop there, but to finish the works and to go through the death and the resurrection, to be seated at the right hand of the father so that he could send the Holy Spirit to be with you and I today. That Holy Spirit that I feel right now and that I know you're feeling through the word of God today as it strengthens us and it, it encourages us today. But we have to remember, we have to meditate on how much God loved us and how much God cares about us. That he would send his only son to die for you and I. I can look down here, and on this note, I want you to think about how much God cares about you. L- look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and you can read it all later. But it says that God will not allow anything to come on us that He won't make a way of escape. In other words, Yes, we'll all face bad things. Yes, we're all gonna go through difficult times. Yes, we're in difficult times, but we have to understand this scripture. God cares enough about you and I that he will always make a way to escape it. He will always give us what we need to get us through. His promises are true and forever settled in heaven. He will make a way out of our situation. He will make a way out of where you are today. You may be standing here and, or sitting there and saying to yourself, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of this. I don't know if I'll recover from this, uh, the loss of my job or the loss of this or the sickness that I'm going through. I don't know if I'm going to. But let me tell you something. Trust in the Lord and meditate on the good things and let the peace of God settle inside of you. Because guess what? He loves you and he cares enough about you. He will make a way for you to escape your situation. He will bless you. And then the last thing in Matthew 10, in 29 through 31, it talks about he watches and he knows when a bird falls to the ground. He knows the hairs on our heads are are numbered. He knows everything about us. He cares so much about you and I that when we sleep, he's watching over us and he's covering us with his hand. He's covering our families. He's touching our our children and our, our grandchildren and he's keeping our spouses and he's just taking care of us in a special way. He cares about you and I, he loves you and I enough that he is watching us and he's taking care of us and he's leading us in the places that we need to go. Yes, it's difficult times. Yes, we're in very, very hard times. And yes, we're hearing bad news left and right, but we have to understand, meditate on the good things of God. Trust him all the way. Cast those things upon him. Man, let those things go. Throw them back to God. His hand is big enough to take care of it. And never forget, he has you in his hand. He has you in a place to where he will protect you and keep you. He will be the answer that you need in due time. And even though we suffer for a while, guess what? That's going to end. We're going to come out of that. Man, we're going to be stronger and better and more powerful when we get through this. We're going to be a better church. We're going to be a better Christian. We're going to be better ministry when this is all over. It's exciting because even in these dark times, we're excited about the Word of God because the Word of God is the answer to our lives. It's the answer to the peace that we need to get us through because God cares about you and I. God loves you and I. And I want to close and I just want to ask you, can you can you cast your cares upon him? You know, I'll say it like this. We can do whatever we want to do and we can try to go as far as we can go to fix the problems that we face in our lives. But there will always be those problems that we cannot fix. We cannot fix. And those are the things that God's saying, cast those cares on me. I can take care of them. I'm big enough. I can fix it. Let go of those things. Let me have those things. Cast those things on me. Will you cast your cares upon him today? Are you tired of not being able to sleep? Are you tired of being anxious and worried throughout the day? Will you cast those things on the Lord and let him have those? Because he cares for you. He cares for you and I. He loves you and I. Father, I come to you right now and I just thank you for your word. It's so powerful, it's so uplifting. God, in the dark times that we're living in today, I pray that every person that views this video, every person that sees and hears the words that we've spoke today will be encouraged. We'll hear your voice and rule out and eliminate the voices outside of your voice today. God, I pray for those that are sick. I pray for those that are going through hard times. Lord, I'm praying for those who are having difficult times on their job and their finances are being pressed. Lord, I I pray for those that are dealing with uh, things in their families. And, Lord, I just ask you right now, in the name of Jesus, that you will touch every person and you will give them the courage, Lord, to cast their cares upon you. God, let the Holy Spirit speak to them and encourage them and lift them up. Let them know that you care. You're a God who cares enough that you sent your son. You're a God who loves enough that you care about us. So God, right now I just pray a special prayer, an anointing on every viewer. I pray that you touch them, that you bless their families, that you protect them, that you guide them and you lead them. Father, thank you for caring. Thank you that you truly care. And you have proven your care by what you do for us and how you love us and you take care of us. Father, I thank you today and again, thank you for your word because it strengthens us. It helps us get through the time that we're in today. And again, Lord, bless and encourage every person in every way. And we give you praise and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen please make sure you stay connected with us. Go to our Facebook page, visit our website, and send all your prayer requests to sanctuaryprayerpartners at gmail.com. Also, you can pay your tithes online at our website, sanctuarychurchbeachgrove.org, by using our fast, easy, secure process by going to the Give page and clicking on the Donate button. Remember, God is in control.